Hello, I'm Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astral beings, those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wondra of Your Life Core. Welcome today. I want to talk about the energies of May. And really, we just are coming off some big closures. There was a big portal that we stepped through or we had access to step through in the March to April time period. And then we have the influences of a number of planets that have gone retrograde, and they'll be retrograde for much of the summer and into fall. And those are influencing this new beginning or this opportunity for us to make some changes, step into those things that we've been dreaming about for a long time. And as we know, the universe always delivers on what we dream about, and I'm a big proponent about dreaming. So we'll talk about that today also. So let's first talk about some of the planets that are influencing us right now. So in April, Jupiter uh, went retrograde the beginning of April, April 10th, and it will stay retrograde until August 11th. And Jupiter really influences about our search for individual meaning, our purpose, the optimism, the hope. Uh, also a sense of justice in what we experience life. Do we feel that we have experienced an event or a situation in fairness, or do we feel like there's an unfairness about it? it? It's really our soul's ability to help us realign our dreams and our visions to reality in life and to begin to shine those dreams outward. So it's it's not so much about our timeline. You know, as humans, we talk about a timeline. We set intents, we make plans, we make steps in those plans, and we take actions in those plans. But it's also about alignment. And Jupiter helps us align our emotions, our beliefs, our dreams to actually some of the action plans in our life. And anytime that some of these larger outer planets, those are the outer uh, planets in our our atmosphere, um, go retrograde. It's a chance for us to take all those things that we have are experiencing external and pull them into us internally. So between probably October of 2018 and in this time period of the summer, you're going to be experiencing outward experiences in your life that have a way of triggering the internal, the soul, and it's a checkpoint for you to see if they align or what you need to do to have that alignment to your soul purpose. And again, Jupiter is about our our meaning, our purpose, that soul searching, the questions that we often ask, why am I here? What's our what's my purpose? How do I live a purpose-filled life? And the external experiences will begin to help us align where we might be off. And I'm again, let's toss out timelines for a moment because uh, time 
is really a, a third dimension being and when we're working in the higher dimensions there really isn't time it's all about alignment alignment of the soul the the next planet that really uh, is influencing us this summer is Pluto and Pluto went retrograde April 24th and stays there until October so it's really all summer into the fall months and Pluto describes how we deal with our power personal and the non-personal power. It explains how we meet in the middle between reality. It's that death and rebirth. And so between the two of, of Jupiter and Pluto, the universe is giving us the opportunities to really show us a different way to experience our reality. And that includes how we create our reality, how we turn our visions, our dreams into reality how we let go, the death part is how we let go of, of those old beliefs, those old patterns, those things that just are no longer aligned to who we are as we go forward. And then the last planet that I want to mention today is Saturn. And Saturn went retrograde April 29th and it stays retrograde until September 18th. So we have a whole summer of opportunity. And Saturn shows us how we experience reality and where our resistance points are. Uh, we discover our limitations or where we believe our limitations are and where our consciousness is. And so between these three planets, it's a magnificent summer for adjusting and elevating our consciousness. It's about allowing our subconscious or shifting our visions, our dreams, our internalness out into the external process of being. So it's this magnificent cycle of allowing us to shift and to align and really to begin to achieve um, achieve what we want in our life. And of course, there's going to be a, a full moon again here on May 18th that helps clear some energy, move some energy away. We have a new moon coming up this Saturday, uh, May 4th. And so those are all pivotal for us to, to help. You know, sometimes when the, when the sun or the moon changes, the, the changes happen so fast. It's like, bam, you know, what happened in this? And these are, these are large planets. Their transits, their rotations are slower. Their retrograde periods are slower. And so the changes are slow. But they're also very, very deep. And and I wanna go back to Pluto a little bit because oftentimes we get we get worried when we hear death or rebirth, but Pluto really helps us shed um anytime we're going through major transformation or transitions in our life, we, we carry stuff that we just don't need anymore. And Pluto's one of those those uh transitions that help us shed that as well as again the, the full moon and the new moon to bring in those new beginnings. I will say Venus is really prevalent again this summer and, and that may bring up some weirdness in relationships. And I say that with a little bit of humor because you know everything in life is meant to show us where we are, uh, to show us where we think we are and, and actually where we are and, and where that is misaligned or where we might need to to do some realignment there. But when I say weirdness in relationships, it, it's just we might experience somebody that we've known for a long time in a different way, 
or we might notice something about them. We might be irritated or we might totally fall in love with with who they are or, or what they do. And so just be aware of that, that spirit is also bringing to us with this Venus energy because Venus is all about relationships. Uh, spirit is also helping us interact in our relationships in ways that that also help us uh, evolve. Look at every single opportunity that comes your way as an opportunity for you to, to evolve. Look at every single opportunity as a way to, is it this Pluto energy of the death of something in the past and it's the start of a new experience? Because May and after this, the last full moon that we had in April and moving into the May time period, it really is about the newness in our life. It's springtime. The energy is of the east. So it's the element of air. It's the element of seeding and starting things new. And so it is a time of, of transformation if you really want to. And with that that change, I, I often talk about conflict. In, in my world, conflict can be a really good thing if it's handled well because we need that clash to understand where we're out of harmony or where we're not aligned. And this period right now is all about alignment. When I think about my own life, again, I, I don't, time is not an element for me. I have abundant time. I have all the time I need, but I want to be in alignment. And so I, I want the universe and spirit to bring to me those clashes or those opportunities where I'm not in alignment and it shows up in my interactions or it shows up in, in my triggers. It, it shows up in feelings and emotions. And that requires me to be very present now, to, to pay attention to the interactions, to not blow them off, to not just shrug my shoulders and say, oh, well, I might do that at the moment and just let things slide away or move away. But I take time afterwards to really assess where I am. And something came to me a while ago, and and I, I, I couldn't tell you who was dropping in these messages to me, but it was one of the archangels and took me back to my childhood where I actually grew up. You, many of you have heard me tell the story of, of growing up in a Catholic environment and going to regular Mass. And sitting at one point and getting the messages about, there were so many promises about the afterlife and everything that we were experiencing in this life, all the tragic and the turmoil and the sacrifices we were making and living good and, you know, living a pristine life. We were working towards the promise of the life after where we were now. And I remember even as a as a child thinking, but what about now? What about really being aware now and really being present and aligned and dreaming now? Um, and I, I agree, we do create for our future, but it doesn't mean that we have to go through so much suffering and trauma and turmoil now. It there's certainly there are experiences that knock us on our butt. And certainly we feel sometimes that we've been knocked down so many times it's hard to get up again. But even those experiences are designed to shift us, um, designed to move us forward. And so in that 
promise of the life after now, I'd like to just introduce the thought of what if it's dreaming the life of the future? What if it's dreaming your life of the future? But more importantly, dreaming of your children or your children's children's life of the future. And so dreaming into or aligning the energy of now for the betterment of the future for all. It is important to live in the present and not be in that place of living in anticipation of what might come in the future or living in the the uh, belief or the expectation of to what is to come. It is important to dream, to be present and notice because again, the universe is always giving us clues on that. Our, our life that we experience actually helps us reflect on our consciousness. So if something is showing up and it's uncomfortable, that's really your subconscious, in many cases, your subconscious coming to the surface to show you what what you're really believing or what you're really experiencing at this time. So during this month of May, really dream, really pay attention to your dreams. Um, this could be also a time that you can revive things that maybe don't need reviving. Uh, maybe you're thinking that now is the time I need to put some energy into this. And that also is watch for those signs from the universe, from the universe as to how much energy you have, what the energy feels like. And it might not be something that you need to pull out and put more energy into it. It's okay to let it go. Uh, again, that's the Pluto energy. It's okay to say goodbye to it. It's okay to say goodbye so that you can create that space for something else. Sometimes it's also okay to say, I just don't want to have to figure it out right now. So if you've got something in your life that is spiraling around and it's, I want to say festering, so it's like an infection that just won't go away. You know, sometimes it's okay to sit back and, and speak in terms to the universe that I just, I, I just don't want to figure it out right now. Um, I'm open to getting the information, but right now I'm just choosing not to put the energy there because it's creating some chaos in my in my life. Sometimes that requires you to be courageous. It requires you to feel like you've been defeated or feel like you you haven't accomplished something. And I want to touch on that for you drivers out there, A-type people that um, will pick at something or work on something or focus on something until it gets to a state of completion. And again, when there is not a, a time allotment in place, that it, it could be simmering for a very long time. And sometimes when we feel like uh, I just need to set it aside or now is not the time. It, it begins to feel like you've given up or begins to feel like a failure or it begins to feel like you've let go of a dream of sorts. And that might be times where you just step back and you, you, ha you need to be honest with yourself and whether you're going to continue to put any energy in that. But you also can declare a pause in this. And, and I know some of you listening to this will 
will suddenly have this moment of confusion, like, well, am I supposed to push forward? Am I supposed to tell the universe that I want to take steps in this? Or am I supposed to sit back and just wait for it to happen? I want to tell you, there is no waiting in the universe because the universe is energy and everything with energy is always moving. So even the act of simply waiting is telling the universe you have a pause. In that waiting, it's allowing your emotions, allowing your visions, allowing your dreams to continue in a healthy way, not in an over-the-top crazy way, but in a healthy, yep, today's Tuesday and this is this is what I'm focused on and and let it kind of spin out into the universe, but not to be fixated on that. Give it some space. Give it some breathing space to be created. Um, give yourself some space to create in 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 alignment, not in a time zone, because the alignment again is is what's important now. Once you are in alignment to your journey path, once you are in alignment to your frequency, to your vibration, to your dreams, they happen. It's when you're out of alignment that things don't feel right or they they feel forced. I want to also adjust or touch on the point that as you go through these phases, you're probably stepping into a new identity or a new way of being. You might be showing up in a different way. People might know you as a type A, always driven, always forcing, always getting your way because you just work on it until it gets done. And this might be one of those times where you're shifting in the realization like you can still have all your accomplishments. You can still have those dreams, those truths come to fruition for you, but it's a little bit with more ease and grace. And this is you stepping into more of the emotional, more of the feminine energy of being, more of the feminine energy of your identity, uh, which is more allowing. And I want to just ask the question, are you ready for that? Because you will show up different. Your family probably will notice you're showing up different. And as you step into that identity, you're actually stepping into a a different way of authenticity and also a, a different sense of rawness. And it, that can be overwhelming. And that might be a time where you quickly divert back to old ways that just say this, this waiting thing, this gently putting my messages out to the universe, this, this assessing who I am internally, it just isn't for me. I I have to be doing stuff. I have to have a purpose. I have to have direction and focus and action. Those are all masculine things. And this month of May is very feminine in the energy with the Venus energy, just also with these retrogrades and other planets that are influencing us. Um, It's a feminine energy, which is softer energy. And it's really stepping into that source of energy that you are. And, And courageous, you know, sometimes we think of courageous as being ready to go on the battlefield. But I want to say it's courageous too to to take down those shields and to be vulnerable and to open up just that that dimension of who you are. 
So this is a place in that feminine energy that adds true value and true worth. So sometimes when we we think about manifesting or we think about changes in our life or we think about visions and dreams, uh, we come to that from a place of an accomplishment. And this is really a, a time of soul searching, which might include some accomplishments, some tangible material things being manifested, but it's more a time of internal transformation, of understanding the entire process of manifestation, the entire process of how you process things, the understanding of how the universe delivers to us in ways. Um, Last weekend, I had an opportunity to speak at a number of events uh, multiple times throughout the weekend, and I'm always asked, how do I know that it's a message? How do I know that it's not my ego speaking to me? How do I know that it's really an, an energy or my guides or it's the truth versus my my ego stepping in? And that really centers around knowing yourself, knowing when it is your ego, having taken the time and gone into quiet space and just listening to your soul, just listening to your thoughts, being able to identify and to know yourself, know how your mind thinks, know how your mind processes internal emotions, internal thoughts, as well as how does your mind observe external influences? How does it pull it into your emotional field? How does it pull it into your mind? And how does it process? And really allowing yourself space and time without any judgment to learn about you, to learn about how your brain works, to learn about how you listen to the messages of the universe. Because we're magnificent beings. We we all capture external information differently. We all process internally different. We all listen to messages and see, hear, speak, taste, feel, know messages differently. And so that question about how do I know doesn't have just one answer. My answer is how do you have you taken time to really understand yourself and really go deep to understand how are you processing? How do you absorb this? And really that's part of the Saturn retrograde because again, Saturn is how do we experience reality and where do we meet resistance? And oftentimes as human human beings, we don't give ourselves the time to process those external things or even to process those things internally, like something happened. Let's say you had a traumatic event, or you had a fight with a loved one, or you had a loss of job, or you had an argument of something. We we don't take time to go back through that. Number one, it can be uncomfortable. But two, we often don't allow ourselves that time to go back through that conversation or go back through that that event and observe how were we from a non-judgmental. How were we? What did we feel? What did we see? 
What did we taste? What did we hear? What did we learn from this? And the magic of, of Saturn is it shows us or it has the ability to show us our, our powers and our abilities. And again, as human beings, we have so much magic within us that we often seek external references or external um, information um, instead of going internal. You know, how, how quickly do you turn to the internet to Google something versus what are your practices for sitting down and meditating and journaling and, and asking some simple questions about your, your internal workings? Um, as you do that, again, Pluto being right there shows us the, the death. We have those huge aha moments like, oh my gosh, this is what I've been doing all my life. And that just doesn't work for me anymore. That's a death moment in an understanding of, of how you are. And then the rebirth is the opening or the creation of now you've got space. What do you want to plant there? What seeds do you want to put there? And as humans, we often want to put somebody else's stuff there. We heard somebody speak or we, we, we heard or read something that we want to then adopt that. And this time that we're in right now is just simply to plant some seeds Again, this is this is what I want. This is how I want to be. This is how I want to process. This is how I want to continue to evolve and continue to grow, and and allowing that that uh, that allows for that spiritual growth. And again, that's where Jupiter comes in, is allowing for the newness, uh, a new part of your spiritual growth to evolve in the in that light. Um, sometimes. In this period, we we seek we're we're trying to seek the facts, and in a time of spiritual growth, there might not be any facts for you, other than what you experience. Those are your facts, and so back to the question of how do I know? How do I know it's my ego? It it's really having those experiences, and learning and knowing what are your what are your facts. And again, all the experiences, all the the Venus, the relationship things that we're having that show up for us, they're allowing us to experience the vibrational lows, which might be sadness to conflict to a whole host of other uh, emotions or experiences that just are a vibrational low, vibrationally on the, on the measurement of hertz, a vibrational low to those vibrational high where we have these spiritual openings or this space that there's nothingness or sheer joy and, and happiness. So the universe is giving us those vibrational opposites, those, those, the span of the lows. So you might also feel in this month of May is, and if you're, you're going into the depths that I, I do believe is available to us, if you're going into those depths that you might experience just that low, low, low. And allow yourself to feel that. Uh, don't go into this place of panic like, oh my gosh, here I go again. Allow your space to observe even, how did I get here? What am I experiencing? Um, do I like being here? Am I uncomfortable being here? Do I want to be back to this? Be really inquisitive because again, the universe is providing the space for you to 
do a tremendous amount of, of self-discovery about yourself. Also in this, in this time of self-discovery, the external influences will continue to happen. So we'll always have those traumas that happen around the world. But I'll, I'll just say this, in the, in the laws of manifestation and the law of more and the law of collective consciousness, when external events happen, it's to be aware of them, but to not contribute to that energy. Because the law of more is more. And if we say the world is falling apart, we're contributing to that energy. And so in this month of May, plant the seeds for new that the seeds might be, the, some of the seeds that, that I'm, I'm sharing every morning or I'm sending out to the world is, I have such brilliant light and I have the power and love within me to create change for now and for future generations. And in that power of shift and in that power of change, this is what my vision and this is what I dream for of the future. And so right now in the world, there might be communities and tribes and cultures that are clashing and fighting. But my hope for the future is that my children's children will sit in the same space with their children's children and all will be at peace and all will be on a planet that is healthy and clean and abundant for all. So those are some of the, the global visions and the global wishes that we can send out on a daily basis. And so knowing that as events happen around us, that can be traumatic, shift the energy because that's also an opportunity for the universe to trigger us or to show us that we don't have to sit in that doom and gloom energy. We can notice how we respond to it and then activate our power within and actually begin to shift. The other, the last point I want to touch on today is that oftentimes in speaking with people, people ask, where can they go to learn? Where can they go to, to expedite or to expand their, their journey? You know, who can they listen to? What book can they read? What can they do? And as much as I love doing the podcast and the, and the talks and, and have lots of stuff out there, my answer is, you know, why do you want to go somewhere else? Sometimes the greatest teaching moment is within. It's the spiritual experience that you can have when you go within. When you pause for a moment, you review what's happening around you in the world, how you're processing that inside or inward, and take it within. And now how are you directing your energy? How are you purposefully shifting that energy to the wishes and the hopes and the alignment of your soul, because your soul is a loving energy at its core. It's, it's true divine essence is, is love. It's just that over lifetimes, we took all these external traumas and punishments and torture, and we pulled it into our, our beings, and then we began to spread it all over the world. And we're at a shift in time now that we're really wanting to get back to our core love, that core energy, 
And it's really taking that and spreading that all over the world. And as you come to that realization that your soul is really a divine being of love and light and you're always connected to that source power of divine love and light, you want to share that. And I, I know personally, you just, you want to share it. It's, it becomes a need to push that out into the world. And you begin to look for ways in how can I share that in my family, with my kids, with my, my coworkers or my employees or my loved ones around me. How can I pass that on when I'm checking out at the grocery store? So we begin to embody that and have those conversations instead of standing at the grocery line and, and talking about the negative things or the bad things or the scary things. We, we don't want to perpetuate that in our life. So allow yourself to align with your true heart, your true divine, your true love in that. Um, go within. Know that you have the answers that you need. Know that the promise of life is not the afterlife. The promise of life is living now. And it's, it's about the experiences that you have now. It's about learning the loving being that you are. And it's about using the energies that are available to us, understanding them just enough to embody them, to use them as a tool for you to move forward. In this time right now, I leave you with this thought and with this this prayer that we send love, we send love for ourselves, certainly, that we hold that in our container, in our humanness, but that we also hold the space of love for our children and our children's children and our children's children's children. And that that love began to perpetuate through the generations and we began to plant those seeds for them and for their futures and for all the futures beyond that. This is Lori Wondra of Your Life Core. Thank you for listening. <music>